0: The Racing Pulse Hong Kong Racing Watch, Hutchie's Honkers, with Clint Hutchison. Always great to catch up with Clint Hutchison every Wednesday to find us the local winners. How are you, Hutch? Done very well, thanks, Michael. Yourself? Very well indeed, and well done, uh, Munimek, finally saluting, uh, and so impressively as well. Yeah, he was very good, wasn't he? Um, he was terrific. Got a good
1: time, carried the weight, so, you know... Thanks again to Nick. He's done a great job with the horse, so it's been was brilliant, big just, thrill.
0: Just like you, he's got an iron constitution. so <laughs> <laughs> Where does he go next?
1: I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> uh, look tonight, I think there's a couple. Of, uh, obviously, Zach Pert suspended, but Hugh Bowman's picked up a lot of good rides, and I think he can win the first race uh, for Casper Sounds with a horse called Kakushi Mashu, who's uh, that three dollars fifty on the the Hong Kong tote. It's a pretty thin race, Michael, and he's drawn. Gate 7, so I'm hoping he can sort of land around midfield, and um, look, if he runs up to his uh, his recent form, he was second most recently, it was, a, it was a very good effort there, and look, I think 350 looks a, a reasonably fair price to him, so race 1 is an easy one to remember as well, race 1, number 1, Takushi Mashu, and uh, outside of that, I thought in race 7, there's a horse about $5 on the Hong Kong tote called Brave Star. This is a more competitive race, there's no doubt, but... Look, I like the horse last week called How Deep Is Your Love, who came out of the same form reference and had a similar Brave star this previous outing. And uh, this horse has gone gate to same track and trip, competitive race. But the, the, the key tonight is just the map. I'm hoping he can land a lot closer. And if he does, um, I think, once again, $5 at the moment looks pretty fair. He probably deserves to be closer to 4 than 5 So... Um that should be um a good chance in that race as well, so race one number one and race seven number twelve
0: race one one, seven twelve, and you've been in ripping form with your Hong Kong selections as well. Just on um Zach, who's suspended, do you think he's still on pace to break moreira's record? What are the fifty odd meetings left?
1: It's a bit like that run rate that you have in the cricket, isn't yeah. it? That sort of, at one minute it looks like you'll get there, and the next minute's tough. I mean, the suspension will definitely hurt him, even though it's only the two meetings, so I think it just sort of knocks you back a little bit. need the young ones coming through, which I, I think he has got, and he needs some top liners as well that are sort of going to get their, their share of races. 50-50, honestly, I think it'll really go down to the wire, but uh, I think if he senses it, you know, they, they may well get behind him a little bit more, and mm. He could easily do it, but that'd be an amazing achievement because 170 winners, and on, they have about 880 races there a year. So it's a, it's a fairly, fairly good achievement if he can do
0: it. Yeah, it'll be an exciting countdown, and a couple of Group Ones in Sydney on Saturday. Do you think that'll play um, in favour of returning to Australia uh, if he if he uh, does finish up at the end of the season?
1: I thought his comments were really interesting, and I think with that. You know, they've been obviously locked down in Hong Kong for quite a while, and I, I know he. I spoke to him since he's been back. He really enjoyed the trip, and I think if he gets that opportunity to travel a little bit more in those feature races, anywhere, and, he, and probably in particular Australia, more more so than anywhere else, and I'm sure he'd he'd take the chance. I mean, I'm not saying he'd go for anything, but if he got some reasonably good rides. I'm I'm pretty mm. sure he'd be he'd be keen to to make the trip down and. That'd be great because, you know, we want to see as many good riders from around the world as we can. I've heard you call earlier to Annabelle Neesham and Oisheen oh, Murphy's coming right. over. So that, that's, it, it's just fantastic. I think it adds an, an extra element for everybody. And, yeah, to come in and um, J-Mac's backyard, because, of course, J-Mac's been going up to his backyard and getting a few winners, but they're both brilliant riders, aren't they? But it just adds to the whole day, I think, when you've got big-name big riders. I think it's just that extra little cherry on top.
0: And how good is it when you're you're sitting back on a Sunday watching Hong Kong and uh, there's Jamie Carr, there's Hugh Bowman who's over there, there's J Mac, all these riders from the Saturday just uh, jump on the plane and they're in the biggest races on Sunday as well.
1: Yeah, Yeah's you know, the world we live in now and I think I think you'll see a bit a fair bit more of that and hopefully that is the case because you know they showcase their talents around the world and they deserve to be because they are the top elite uh, sports people of our, uh, our fantastic sports so no, it's great. It's it's really fantastic. Jamie's, of course, going back to ride a different horse in the Derby that she was sort of been riding along the way. She's going to ride Galaxy Witness, but Zach rides the short-price favourite there, or what will be the short-price favourite beauty eternal. on Michael, he might be something a little bit mm. special, that horse. He might be the next star in Hong Kong.
0: Yep, and uh, bred here in Victoria as well.
1: Yes, yes. Peter Rath
0: Raffer-
1: at so, Rosemont, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he's, he looks very, very exciting, so... Oh, uh, that's all to play out next weekend. This weekend in Hong Kong it's on a Saturday, but uh next weekend should be a fantastic oh sorry, the nineteenth of March it'll be for the Hong Kong derby. So it's not all that far away.
0: Any more news on Golden Sixty? No, there isn't. Um I'm not sure. I, I
1: look I think they're leaning towards uh if they are going to travel once again it'll be it'll be Japan, but not sure what path they're gonna take. take? Because the, the options are do they go to the triple crown over a mile and a half, mm. but then they have to Running somewhere in between, or do they come back to the mile for Champions Day? So they've got some thinking to do. They've got time on their side. That Champions meeting is at the end of April, but they've got to make it pretty, pretty soon. I would imagine, uh, depending on what they want to do later in the season. But yeah, what a remarkable race! I mean, we've been treated to two beauties, haven't we? In the, the first mm-hmm. race, with California Spangle, Romantic Warrior, of course, uh, and Golden Sixty, and. Uh, He's just flexing his muscles a bit like you do when you get out on the beach, Mark. They're just letting them know who's who. <laughs>
0: oh, gosh, if only I could look like on 60. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, are you doing sand down today?
1: Yeah. Uh, Gee, they've, they've, they've had some scratching, haven't they? Oh. There's not a lot left there. Yeah. I was excited to see Belmere with that form around Benedetta. I think that looks really good. And I thought Jamie Carr's um, riding the opener for Tom Davening. Also, looked a good chance. But, yeah, it's just hard to sort of extract too much value. Probably the, the best value of runner, I thought, in terms of price, was AWOL for the Ma Eustace team in a very competitive race later in the card. But it was just hard to extract out too much of a price.
0: Yeah, it's uh, one of those meetings. Uh, Hachi, we'll watch you on dot .com, uh, and we'll be following you on Hong Kong tonight. Uh, great to catch up. Thanks, Michael. Don't forget.